Welcome to the InScape podcast, where we explore the inner world and discover our unique power to create. My name is Tanya Nelson, and this is episode eight, the what, why, and how of the InScape. Hello, I'm so excited to talk about this topic today because it is my passion project. It is definitely my expression to the world and a journey that is intimate and sacred to me. And I'm excited to share that with you today. Today, we're going to talk about the what, why, and how of the InScape, breaking it down as much as I possibly can with the limited words that I have and give you an idea of what it is that is possible and the power that we have within us to create in this life. So I want to start out by telling you a little bit about my journey and I wrote an entire book on this, and so these are just bits and pieces, and of course the book is bits and pieces too. We all have so many stories to share, and my intention by guiding you through a little bit of my journey is that I believe that we all go through such a similar journey. We all take different vehicles, and we all have different characters and and narratives, and there is very unique expressions to each one of us. That being said, if you look a little closer and you go a little deeper, we are all on a very similar journey. And so I want to share with you a little bit about mine. I started out coaching about 23 years ago when I had opened up my own business being a hairdresser. And I was completely unaware or unconscious of why I was so successful. It was never about the focus or the illusion of what it was I was doing. It wasn't about the actual craft. For me, it was never about the hair itself. And it's important to hear this because I believe so many of us are in a trap or an illusion of the doing and believing that in order to find our passion or order to discover what it is that drives us or motivates us or even as simple as makes us happy, we continually look outside of ourselves and think about what it is that we can do in order to to have this happiness and so or to or success or whatever it is that we're looking outside of ourselves and so I realized at a very subconscious level, I was, again, I was unaware consciously, but subconsciously, as I look back, it was obvious that I knew that there was something else about what it was I wanted to experience, what it was that made it so made, you know, really experienced my passion and experienced what it was that I could express and my purpose. And so as I went into the industry of hair, I realized that majority of people who went into hair were very focused on the outside appearance and the game of fashion and trends. And there was a decent amount of separation from their inscape and and at the time, of course, mine as well. And but it was the perfect platform to really create an illusion, really create and buy into this identity of our ego and this separation of ourselves. And so it was just the perfect way for me to experience a lot of contrast actually to what it was that was beautiful or what it was that was valuable or what it was, what it meant to be powerful in the world. And of course I chose a vehicle and a profession that was 
really about the outside appearance. And it was just the perfect contrast to what it was. And as I realized that I that it wasn't about the hair, that it wasn't about this outside appearance. It wasn't about this craft that I was passionate about or that made me successful. I realized that what it was that I loved about this vehicle, about this platform and about this craft was that I got to sit and connect with individuals intimately. They say all the time, that your hairdresser is your therapist. And it's really not a joke. It's it's really true. There is something about the safety that a good hairdresser can really create. And it is so intimate. We we get such an opportunity to, to touch and connect and have conversations. And there's so much vulnerability that usually goes into play with this. And so it was the perfect platform for me to start to really discover what it was that I, that, what it was that really connected me to my purpose, that connected me to my passion. And it really allowed me to continue on the journey of moving into the inscape, moving into what real power and real vulnerability and uh, the journey really was. And so what I realized about myself was I started to be able to receive that what made me successful was listening to my clients and being able to hear what they were saying and repeat back things that they were not actually saying in words. Now, let me explain that. So many times people think they're listening and they can repeat back words. As a matter of fact, in a lot of marriage counseling or or typical therapy when it comes to couples there is a very common way of learning to communicate where you repeat back what the other person says so that you can confirm that you were listening now this is not the listening that i'm talking about yes that is one step into listening being able to hear the words is shockingly a big step for a lot of people. But that's not that's not the listening that I'm talking about. The listening that I'm talking about is hearing what people are saying even between their words. Hearing more, hearing the emotion, hearing the energy, hearing the story behind it all. And I remember being able to repeat back ideas and and be able to express that through what they wanted with their hair or what they wanted in their life, but realizing that what I was hearing was so much more than the words. It was so much more than just them describing and me repeating back and doing. I would ask questions like, what do you want to feel like in the next six weeks? How does this color make you feel? When you when we go warmer, it looks this way. When we go darker, when we go cooler, it looks this way. We would start to talk about things, and and yes, this is in this is in Minecraft. But all things meant something more, and I realized that that's what made me successful is that I could hear, and I would listen on such a deeper level and so multi-dimensional as well. I grew my business into a multi-million-dollar business and over sixty employees. One could say that I was in my zone of excellence. So many of us go on this journey and we reach a point in our journey where we have done all of the things that we were told would would get us to this destination that you know would would create happiness would create per- perfect the perfect life the fulfillment that we are looking for all of the things that that we have been taught was going to give us this this feeling of safety love peace all the things that we actually want to feel and i had reached that point i'd reached that point in my career and there really wasn't a ton more to do. And I realized that I was still very much searching. There was so much more that I felt like 
I had not experienced. And, and most of it was because I had that unfulfilled feeling of why is it that I am not there yet? What is it that I, you know, I'm not good enough yet, or this, this journey isn't there yet. There's not, there was so much more, um, that I was still searching for. And I had reached that place where, where I had the family, I had the, the job, I had the career, I had, you know, the body, I had the, the children, I had, I had, I felt like I had everything, the finances, anything, anything that we, you know, that I, that we had been taught would, would be, this is, this means success. I, I I had reached that point and there was still such an empty feeling to what that was. And so as I look at this, I started to uncover little by little this feeling of moving inside and asking what it was that I was wanting and starting to feel this connection that I had to myself and to others. And it started to feel like a superpower. It started to feel like as I realized it was not about these outside things, the more I went into seeing myself, the more I started to move into what it was that that lit me up, what it was that made me passionate, what it was that I was doing when nobody was watching and what it was that I was studying. And really, as I started to, to move into my world, I realized that there was this deep sense of connection that I felt for myself and the universe and this world and everybody in it and everything in it. And so the more I connected to myself, the more I connected to others. And really about, I I moved into coaching and the universe beautifully uh, led me into coaching and I, I tried to, to really bring both of those crafts or those expressions together for a long time. And when that didn't happen, I was faced with the, the choice and the journey of really lining up with what it was that uh, was the expression that I loved so much. And, and that was connection. It was connecting with others. It was it was helping others see themselves the way that I started to really see myself and realizing that there was so much more that we were missing and and there was there was this whole quest and journey of starting to go inside and as I went into coaching I started to really intuitively put these pieces together and be able to commute, communicate this message and this valuable journey of daring to know ourselves, daring to know oneself. And I realized that through this journey of mine, I realized that it wasn't about what we did. It wasn't about all of the things that we did in a day and all the boxes we could check off because I had done that. And so many of us have done that. So many of us have have gotten to this place of here's all the things that I was told would uh, would create this this sense of completion for me. And what I realized was, is the more I moved inside, the more I dared to question and observe and really witness my world. And the more I meditated and started to go inside, I realized that there was such a valuable journey that each of us are being pulled to and called to. And as we do this, we realize that there is no coincidences. I chose the perfect vehicle of fashion and hair and and to start where most people start outside of themselves. I looked uh, valuable then, you know, in that in that platform and in that vehicle, in that craft, in that industry, if you look the part, and if you can help others look the part, then you will get validation. Then you will get love. And and somehow you will be good enough for 
this world and the people in it. And so it was such, again, such a beautiful contrast because what is the InScape? The InScape is a direct reflection of the universe, a direct reflection. And what does that actually mean? It means that we have the universe inside of us. We have unlimited resources to create with. Unlimited resources. The universe is so vast, we can't even comprehend a fraction, a percentage of it. It is so massive. And there is no lack in the universe. It created the world that we see. This, the universe, we are just a small, small part of that. And yet there is unlimited resources. And that is a direct reflection of the inscape. That is a direct reflection of what is inside of us, what we are a part of, what makes up who we are. And looking at that, we have unlimited possibilities and the ability to create our world. Just like the world that we are in, just like planet Earth, we have the ability to create our world and everything in it. And with that, really looking at that, as we sink into the most valuable resource we have, the most valuable resource we have is energy. That's what powers and fuels and creates everything. And so without it, we get limited. We start to feel separate from the landscape. We start to separate from ourselves. And so as we sink into this valuable resource and we start to feel this power within us, we realize that this program in our heads that emotions are weakness or that don't be too emotional or pay attention to your mindset and not the way that you feel has become the direct separation from the inscape because emotions are energy in motion. And so the emotions and the energy is what guides us into ourself. I tell people all the time that it is so fascinating to realize that pain, anytime we go into emotion, the, if, if we can feel anything inside of us, the more we can feel, sometimes the more painful it actually is. And what we don't realize is pain, just like a broken bone or just like uh anything, any, any kind of illness or anything without pain, we don't get guided into the space that needs powerful energy that needs healing. And the reason that's important, I mean, I think about my daughter who, who has, who had cancer and without the pain in her leg, without her not being able to walk and feeling the kind of pain that she had, we would have never caught her cancer. We would have never, I would have never taken her in. Clearly that's common sense, but we don't realize the gift of pain. And the reason I bring that up is because this is the reason why we have cut off or, or judged or separated ourselves from emotions because feeling our power inside of this vessel, feeling our power inside of our bodies, it takes stretching. It takes the the feeling and it takes moving through our minds and our programming and our brains and into our bodies and into that energy to start to get to this place. And yes, sometimes it's painful. Yes, emotions can be difficult, but we don't understand. We don't understand that these emotions are what is guiding us into 
vast amounts of energy and love and connection and everything that we are looking for. It is only in the mind that we separate ourselves and that we cut off and that we tell a story about what this energy is when in all reality, it is all about being. It is all about the love that we are. It is all about the connection of ourselves and knowing that is what energy is, knowing that emotions are where we get true guidance, where we can move into all that we are looking for. This is where we start to connect with ourselves and we start to move into the inscape. It has been measured that our hearts and our energy and our body is 5,000 times more powerful than our heads. And I've had many people ask me and challenge me on this. And so many times we have been taught or we believe that it is our head that is, or it's that thought that is connecting us to that energy. And that is not true. It is not actually the thought that is creating the energy. The energy is already there and the, the mind goes in and tries to interpret it and we label it. And that is ultimately where the separation comes from. So as we journey into what is the inscape, we have to look at what it is we have to move through and realize that the inscape is this universe inside of us. It is this blank canvas of anything we want to create. It is where we have unlimited possibilities of every desire, everything that we're looking for. And it is where all of our power is. Imagine what it would be like to walk into the ocean to be on the beach and feel the sun and have your have have your feet feel the sand between your toes and you start to walk into the ocean and it's so vast and so big and so powerful and what would it be like if you found yourself in the middle of the ocean and you had to swim to get there And as you're in the middle of the ocean, you realize that you need to keep swimming or you're not going to survive. And by swimming, you start to feel pain and you feel like you're not able to swim and your body is tired and your mind has already grown tired so that you start to let go It's not like you're sitting there thinking, 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 because at this point you're exhausted. So you start to let go and you sink. And at first you think you're dying. And the truth is, is so much of you is. During the descent, you start to realize that you can breathe. As you go deeper and deeper into yourself, you realize that you can breathe. And everything starts as you let go and you're sinking and you're moving through the water and you're seeing all the wildlife and the world inside of that water. You realize that your breath is different. It's deeper. It's more embodied by your entire being. It's whole. You're not just breathing in your chest anymore. Your entire body is breathing. And there is a world below the surface That if you didn't know any better, you would guess you were in space. So as you start to sink to this vast ocean, as it starts to get darker, as you realize all of a sudden that it's not water that you're in, and there is this entire world and this entire universe that looks just like space when you get there. And... There are beautiful colors and vibrancy beyond description. All you have to do is ask. All you have to do is just think about or feel what it is that you're wanting and it shows up immediately. Think about what it would feel like 
to be the only person in this moment, the only person that shows up in this space and you get told this is your world. You are the god or goddess of this world. It's yours. There's no lack in here. There's You can create anything you want, that it's a completely blank canvas. Now, that doesn't mean that people don't show up and you don't build beautiful buildings and mountains and rivers and lakes and wildlife and everything you could possibly think of. And it doesn't mean that you're not connected, but when you get there, you're alone because it's a blank canvas. You get to decide. Everything is your choice. This is a small fraction of what the inscape is. And we can start to feel why it is so little of us go on this journey. So many of us swim our way back to the top or back to the beach and feel like we've arrived, we've survived. But we don't even claim the world inside of us. Because the journey is is full of fear. It's full of pain. It's full of so much energy and power. And it does feel like death. It does feel like there has to be a rebirth when you get there. Because the thing that is actually dying is the ego. It is the stories. It's the stories that have been passed down generation after generation. And this is why there is a death. Because we don't know what to do when we are not living in our heads. We don't want to do without our stories. It's scary to be without our stories because then we question everything. Then when we get to our inscape and we get to that vast universe, we feel like we're in a outer space feeling. We feel lost. We feel like we're untethered. We don't feel safe so many times. But... The safer we start to feel, the more we trust, the more we move in, the more we let go, the more we allow, this is what's available to us. And that takes me to the next question. Why? I love this question. And I'll never forget the first time one of my clients asked me this so sincerely and so authentically. Because it's not like I hadn't heard before why you know, why am I, you know, reading the books I'm reading? And why am I, you know, seeking out the answers to the universe? Why, why am I asking the question of who am I? Why do I want to move into fear? Why, you know, I, I'd been asked many things. Why do I make most of the decisions I make? But I'd never really been asked as a coach, why would I do this? And so sincerely, really, why would I do this? What, what, what on earth would possess me to, to go through this much pain or to, to experience this much consciousness and this much choice and this much um, awareness And to be able to really witness my own story means that I have to be accountable. So if I stay asleep and I stay comfortable in the known, at least I know this, then I don't have to go through all that, right? And it was such a perfect opportunity. And and of course, at the time, I had an answer and I I knew why I believed it was important. I knew that that it felt like it was the ultimate question. And, and I, I didn't quite understand why it was everybody wasn't asking that question. I couldn't understand why everybody wanted to 
uh, walk around asleep and not ask that question. But what I didn't realize is, as I later discovered more and more, as I asked this question, why would we go into the inscape? Why would we do this? Why are we even here experiencing all of these things? What I realized is that we have two choices. We can either continue to swim and fight our way to the top and continually get drug down as far as we are willing to go. And we can create and and sit and repeat that pattern for the rest of our lives and be afraid of what's underneath and and stay in our stories and stay as in in what's comfortable and yes yeah, sometimes you, you you head to the surface and you float you know picture going on your back and just floating for a minute and, and you you get a little bit of relief but ultimately at the end of the day there is always going to be that pulling into the inscape there is always going to be that that drowning feeling around the corner because that is what is calling us in. That's what's calling us home. And so the question of why would we do this is profoundly a question that I believe we do need to ask. And we need to ask it first. Why would we journey into the inscape? Why would we move into our emotions and and feel the power within us? Why would we want to be the source of all of our power? And why would we want to be this accountable? And, and why would we want our lives to shift? And, and why would we want to feel pain and all of it? Why? And the reason is, is because what I soon discovered is regardless of whether or not you decide to stay comfortable and decide not to go on this journey. And the more that you resist this journey, the more tired you get. And eventually, the drowning is inevitable. Eventually, we all actually die or transcend, right? The body, it gets too tired. We create disease. We create separation. We create pain. We create the struggle. And eventually, we transcend this body. We transcend this dimension. And I can't say what what exactly happens next. And I can't say what's happened before. And I, I can't say that everybody's journey is the, the exact same. But what I can say is that I believe that the reason why we do this is because once we do, and I'm not saying that it's it's just another destination because it is so vast and so multidimensional, but once you get there, really get there. And if any of you meditate, you know, uh, you, you know a glimpse of what I'm talking about. Because what I'm talking about is, is that moment in meditation when your mind finally lets go and you move into your body and so many of us start to experience nothing more than pure magic, bright colors, intuition, storylines that we've never seen before, dimensions that we'd never experienced, loved ones that we thought were gone. There is so much that happens when we go through that journey, even in a meditation, and that's what can get us there. And so in life, we can start to experience what it feels like to return home, to truly feel our power and it is the it is a freedom and a power that is like nothing else anyone has ever felt and so it's like the gold at the end of the rainbow it's your birthright it's the spring in the middle of a desert it's the love at the end of the day 
It's everything. It's everything. So why would we go on this journey? Because that is the journey. The journey is to move past our thoughts, to connect to the dimensions of ourselves that aren't limited. The journey is to feel the power of everything, to connect and to become in alignment with ourselves. When everything that we do and everything that we feel and everything that we say all comes from this place, that is when all we have to do is think about something, feel something, call it in and it will appear. But everything has to be in alignment. And when we don't feel and we don't allow the power to generate it, creating becomes this constant hustle and this constant struggle instead of trusting and allowing that everything comes from within. So how does it work? And I've been guiding you throughout this entire podcast of how it works in theory. And I want to, if you haven't read my book, this is a beautiful opportunity to do so because I really do lay out how this works and the step-by-step process. And I'm careful, very, very careful about the doing and laying out a roadmap that says, here's what you do every day. Or here's what you do in order to get there. And I mentioned meditation because that is, it is a doing. And it is a beautiful reflection of what it is that I'm talking about. But I'm careful about the doing because everybody's journey is, is to move inside. It is to move into the inscape. And it doesn't mean that it looks the same for everybody. So when I talk about the how... It is a perfect way to really look at the processes and the dimensions of awakening and how it works. So it's not a specific doing, but this is how it works. These are the dimensions of awakening to this and to moving deeper into ourselves. And when we look at that, we start by observing with the awareness that you are not your thoughts. So starting to observe your thoughts is the very first place that I that I want my clients to go, that I went, and realizing that we are not our thoughts gives us the perspective of how much bigger we really are, how much potential we really have, and how much connection we really have, or how much disconnection we have from the small self and the stories that we have going on and the victim that we have made ourselves of this world. And so really looking at observing our thoughts is the first thing that allows us to move past and detach from our ego, detach from our sense of identity and who we think we are and the, the generations and generations of stories and ideas and beliefs, we have to be able to observe those first. And it is a process that is so powerful. And it connects us to this place of unconditional love because what happens is, is once you reach this observer, once you become conscious of this observer and we realize that this observer is not in judgment because judgment comes in the mind. Judgment comes when we label something. Judgment comes when we separate from this this awareness and this consciousness that we're in. And so what happens is, is we start to feel the possibility of unconditional love. We start to feel this this consciousness as, think of this consciousness as like your 
your most cherished relationship, your most, your best friend, your greatest mentor, your mom, your dad, your, your God, all in one. This is what that consciousness is. And so allowing ourselves to feel how loved we are and how connected we are and that everything else is just a story that we get to observe. Then as we start to look at this observing, we start to feel because we have, we observe also the way that we feel. We observe all the pain and all the emotions and all the energy and we we observe all of it. And because we're observing, we're not afraid to feel it. We, we move past fear. And so we move past that separation because we know we're connected to something more. And so we really start to allow ourselves to connect back into and feel the sanctuary and the universe inside of us and this place of peace because we move through the mind and the thoughts and the emotions even. We move through those and around those, and they guide us in. And what happens is, is we, once we can connect to this unconditional love, once we can feel this observer, then the journey starts to really get interesting. Because what happens is, is we still, we have, we, we can't stay disconnected we can, and a lot of people do, even even in this, this journey of self-help and this journey of awakening and, and spirituality. So many people really want to continue separating from themselves, drugs, alcohol. Um, there's, there's so many things, even relationships, addictions, there's so many things, even meditation, even, uh, yoga, even any, anything that will separate ourselves from our bodies and our minds is it, it feels like we've arrived. I remember on my journey, as I started to really identify with the observer and really walk around in this life, I felt like I had arrived. I felt like I was in a a state and a realm and a being that was so different from everybody else. I felt like I had rose above and, and arrived somewhere. And all I had to do was continue to separate myself from my mind and my ego. And I could stay in a place of non-judgment and love. And it was this, this beautiful experience. But what I didn't realize was that that wasn't actually going to get me to my inscape. That wasn't going to, there was still, the journey wasn't over. And what happened next was I had to be willing and vulnerable and brave and courageous enough to connect back in. And to be multidimensional and realize that by separating from my mind and my body and moving into a more meditative state as I, in this place of unconditional love and, and, and observing my life, right? I realized that I wasn't in my life. I realized that I wasn't really, really living and being connected to my life. So what would happen was, is I would create gaps, and by doing so, it would, that was the only place I could be without, the, without feeling all of the pain and the connection to my body and to the world that I had already created. And so it almost created this feeling of what's the point? And so... I chose to move back in. And this is when I realized that there was another level of what I call the witness. And this is where I had to actually start to sink and go deeper and go deeper 
and continue to move past and be in my body and feel all the emotion and feel the power and actually experience my life. The witness is when I reunited with my body and my mind and I chose to stop separating myself from from the world that I had created. This is where real manifestation started to come in. And so what happens next is once I came back in, that's when the journey felt like it even just began. And so really witnessing our life and being accountable for every story and every uh, every feeling, every emotion, what my, you know, really paying attention to my body and my, my mind and really doing the work internally so that it wasn't like I had to separate in order to experience this. I could experience it inside my body, inside my world and create a new one. And so this is when we start to really reclaim our life and to be in our life, to experience our life. And this is where real change starts to happen. This is where we transform and transcend everything. And we take ourselves with us. We take our mind and we take our body. This is what really truly allows us to journey into the Inscape and to have all of those resources. And this is such an incredible way of saying that how do we do it? And people, when they hear how, they still want to hear the step-by-step process. And the reason I'm careful is because our minds will attach to that and it will be no different than all of the other things that people tell you to do. This is a place of awareness. This is a place of allowing yourself to know yourself, to explore what is inside of you, to explore how you feel, to explore your thoughts, to explore everything that is going on. And so this journey is is unique for everyone, yet it's the same at the same time. So I want to invite you to observe the world around you. Pause in this moment. Just pause and be wherever you're at. Be fully present. Gently and softly let go and allow your eyes to even soften. No matter where you're at, just breathe And let go and feel, feel the connection you have with everything around you. If you can see outside, feel the trees, feel the flowers, feel the grass, feel the air. Observe the thoughts that take you away from this moment. The loud and distracting thoughts of judgment. Maybe they are saying they're done. We have a ton to do. Shut it off. Resist. And just breathe in. Let that go. Allow those thoughts to pass while you observe your power of choice to stay in this moment. You have the choice to stay in this moment. Feel this moment. Feel your body and how it connects to everything that you see. Feel the heartbeat in your chest. Breathe in the warm golden sunlight and breathe out the stress or loud worries. Just breathe it out. 
let it go. Feel the warmth. Feel the vibration of your body. Observe the body and the mind and start to feel the possibility of you being more than your thoughts. More than the stories that you tell yourself. More than the stories others have told about you. When you move past those thoughts of judgment, you found a place inside of you. That is home. This place is a place that could also be called a sanctuary. It's peaceful. It feels so good. Breathe in and out. And allow the observer to hold you. This is a feeling of unconditional, pure love. Just observe and feel the support and love that's all around you. Feel the expansion and the energy generate inside of you. Move through your body and feel every part of it. The more that you feel, the more you will generate energy. When you're ready, continue breathing and ask yourself if you can feel the courage to go back in often. To connect. To know that you are the source of power. You are love. Welcome home. Welcome to the Inscape.